0: talking it out about, we are still talking it out about FND and this week I am joined by a guest. So welcome Hannah to the podcast, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, delighted to be here.
0: So Hannah can you just give us um, kind of why are you on the podcast, Like, what's your experience with FND been?
1: Oh where to start? (laughs) So back in 2008 I was living in London, I was working really hard, I was playing really hard. And I started to develop um, twitches. Hmm. So at first it was when I went to bed at night. You know, when you go to bed and you kind of you're going to sleep and your body kind of twitches you are awake. It yes. was like that. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then they became more. And then I got them in the daytime. Um, and I remember I was at an appointment with a physiotherapist. And he was like, this is not normal. I'm a bit worried about you. Um, and he wrote a letter to my GP. GP referred to me to a neurologist. Um, and I then embarked on my kind of journey to diagnosis, <laughs> which uh, was interesting. So I'd never heard of FND. They, it wasn't something that was ever mentioned to me during that journey. Okay. They were mentioning, they were mentioning things like epilepsy, hmm. um, like MS, like there was one called proprio spinal myoclonus that they thought I had. I am was impressed.
0: Do rare... you manage to get that word out? I would have completely fallen out. I know that. it's good, isn't it?
1: <laughs> um, so, you know, and every time I had an appointment, they'd throw something else at me. Oh, it could be this. It could be this. I had appointments where the consultant brought everyone in the room to look at my symptoms because they were not normal. Um, you know, mm. not what they normally see. Yeah. Um, and eventually um, I got to an appointment with the neurologist and he said, um, I'm glad to tell you there's nothing wrong with you.
0: And you're like, and I,
1: great. You know, well, I burst into tears because at that point, my symptoms had got a lot worse. I think the stress of the diagnosis journey had made the symptoms worse. So I had a tremor in my right hand and my twitches had become quite extreme. They would throw my whole um, torso and arms out. Um, And at their worst, they would be each step that I was taking on the ground was causing a twitch Oh my, um, you know, my arms to throw out. I remember being in a restaurant and picking up a menu and that caused it to happen. I mean, it was it was quite distressing.
0: Um,
1: I, yeah, I took a lot. I took six months off work. So anyway, this neurologist is looking at me sobbing and saying, well, you know, it's a good thing that you haven't got all these other things. And I was like, well, yeah, but if I'm if there's nothing wrong with me, then how's going on? Fix me. <laughs> yeah. um, so he kind of seemingly as an afterthought referred me to a neuro psychiatrist
0: Hmm.
1: um and there was a bit of a gap between the two appointments so again you know that was that was quite stressful yeah um and eventually I had this appointment with the neuropsychiatrist and he said I think you've got a functional movement disorder
0: okay
1: um which actually sounds like I was quite lucky that I got that kind of diagnosis back then I think a lot of people would have just been kind of sent home again
0: I think lots Um, of people will have just been passed you but you were passed around so it wasn't an easy journey for you either so no
1: but it was less than a year I I, to be honest I can't really remember how how long it was um it was more than six months less than a year um you know and I still hear stories today of people that are getting kind of discharged with no help although most people these days do seem to get a diagnosis but not not everyone no
0: it seems to be that now there's a lot more awareness of mm-hmm. fnd but there's still people out there fighting to even access services which yes. is really sad to hear it is it is
1: so i um so i had this um, psychiatry appointment and actually by the time i saw him i'd kind of found found a way to get better oh well done
0: um, the, you you have to share yeah, yeah i know it was it. amazing uh,
1: <laughs> so i'd kind of embarked on my my kind of I suppose my the way I operate in life is that if something's wrong um I look for lots of solutions I am a kind of problem solver that's what Mm. I'm good at at work in in my home life so I was no different with this um so because there was no you know my normal you know thing I do is listen to a podcast read a book google something there wasn't a lot out there at Mm. at that point about FND so I through my physiotherapist he said I don't think I can help you but my colleague is a cranio osteopath I think you should try and go to him Um, and he was wonderful he was I think just having that support of a weekly it started off weekly and then became monthly appointment yeah where someone is listening to you and concerned about you and giving you kind of some
0: advice And just listening isn't it? Just actively listening.
1: Absolutely and feeling like you're in control of something that's that's so out of control. Very definitely. And he would try and explain to me what he thought was wrong um, with my body which was what's interesting Mm. (laughs) because I didn't understand it so it was great to have that and then through him he suggested that I also go for acupuncture. Oh okay. Um, So I did that and again I found that really helpful that seemed to kind of you know, it was, it was like my nervous system was kind of stuck on high volume. Yeah. So the work that he did and the work that the acupuncturist did kind of brought the volume down, kind of desensitised it.
0: See, that I, having been in the FND world for two years now, that has never come up as a suggestion. Really? So I'm, yeah, it's never come up. So the only time I've heard about it is when we've engaged, like we talked over Twitter and, mm. um, but I've never had it as an actual suggestion from anyone else. So I'm. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that just for those people who maybe yeah. don't know so that maybe they can go try it and what yeah, kind of, sure. how it helps you?
1: So I suspect with any um, practitioners, it will depend on who you go and see and what their expertise is. Yes. You know, you can go and see 10 osteopaths, 10 neurologists. You know, you'll, you'll get yes. a different experience. Yes. You um, <laughs> But if you go to a good acupuncturist, um, she the, the the first appointment was overwhelming in that she put the needles in, and I'd I'd never had any acupuncture before, mm-hmm. um, and at that point I was pretty um, fragile um, emotionally and physically. But she, as, like, as you would be because you'd been through a lot. Absolutely, it. but she wasn't kind of phased by it. And I said, look, I don't know how you can help me, but this is what's wrong. And she was like, look, you know, there's some points to dampen down the nervous system. And, you know, let's just see what happens. And I was like, okay. So she put some needles in. She put one in my chest somewhere down the kind of center line. Hmm. And um, I just sobbed. this kind of great emotion came out of me and it was a physical kind of racking kind of emotion and it was like something it was like I'd been holding on to something unwittingly Mm. and that it was coming out um so that was quite I was like I kind of looked at her I was like I'm so sorry and she was like no no it's okay and she you know got me tissues and she was like this this happens sometimes you know there's there's a you know the physical and the emotional are so kind of intertwined and, and I think from what I've seen of um you know FND where it's going I think I think in the past people used to look at the physical and the emotional very separately it's the mind or it's the body and it, it's it's you can't separate them
0: no they're um, kind of always interlinked somewhere aren't they they've they've kind of intertwined themselves completely and you can't really separate absolutely
1: them. absolutely so I went home from that first um appointment quite shell-shocked to be honest
0: I bet you were. And I, I was you were like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, what, just
1: happened? <laughs> like, well, what happened to me? But I felt so much better. Um, after uh, the first twenty-four hours, I felt like a wreck and was just like lying in bed, like, "Oh, what's happened to me?" But <laughs> no, then I felt better, so I, I kept going back. Um, and again, I, I can't remember whether weekly or, or, or fortnightly or monthly, but I was going back at least monthly. Um, and I, you know, I saw improvements. It's very difficult for me to know what was acupuncture and what was the cranio osteopathy because I was throwing everything at it I just wanted Mm. you know to get better Um, I was also I also went back to counselling as well
0: I think with um, with FND you've got to throw everything at it you can't just have one approach to it
1: hello hello I'm so sorry about that my internet just dropped
0: out that's absolutely fine. It happens to all of us, not a problem. Um, so if we just carry on from where we were, um, you would say, um, so I, like I said, like I was never recommended acupuncture or anything like that. And I think it's interesting to hear people's different experiences. And I think, like you said, you don't know what was the acupuncture and what was something else, but you've got to throw everything at FND just yes. to see what will work and what doesn't.
1: I think when you're feeling so wretched, you just want to try anything. And, you know, my osteopath was like, stop eating wheat, give up alcohol and caffeine. Hmm. He told me to walk barefoot on the ground to reground my body. Okay. (laughs) He told me all sorts of things. And I just went with it because I just thought, well, I've got nothing to lose because I'm in a terrible place. Mm So, you know, anything's got to help me get better really.
0: I'm, I'm glad it's not just me uh, that ended up doing some really weird things at the advice of medical <laughs> professionals, I ended up dancing and singing and really? playing, uh, playing catch and uh, doing things with hula hoops and big exercise balls and my goodness, I'm, I'm sure that my neighbours thought I was going crazy because the amount of things I ended up trying just to try and make a difference was unreal. So I'm glad it's yeah. just me. I feel slightly better, no, better now. I, th-
1: I think you do. And I, th- I think it's completely um, un- understandable that you you would want, you know, I I wanted to throw, as, as I say, throw everything at it. Um, and, and yeah, I suppose the, the bit that I haven't talked about um, is the... kind of power of nature and how that helped me okay i was living in a flat in the time at the time near the river thames and you know i was stuck in my flat i had a month where i didn't really go very far and for the the whole six months where i was signed off work um i wasn't very mobile i didn't really want to go very far yeah um, you know because of the twitches and things um but I started to make myself leave the flat once a day for a walk, which, when your feet are triggering twitches, is you know not, not challenging. Easy. Yeah, very challenging. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had this goal of taking one good photo every day.
0: Oh, well, that's a good I, goal.
1: Yeah, it was really good because it was quite easy, and it, if I didn't leave the flat, I could do a photo. In my flat, I had house plants, I had trees out the window to, to, hmm. to look at. Um, I had. I remember even taking a photo of a little Lego figure or something random, you know. Yeah. So there were those things, but when I was able to get out, I, I really did push myself to get out, um, and I started taking photos. And sometimes they were of kind of man-made things, boats and ropes along along the riverside, um, yeah, sorts of things. But the things that really started to grab my attention and Kind of means something to me was the natural element so i grew up um living next to my parents garden center so i grew up in, in rural essex being surrounded by nature and very we're... much kind of lived with the seasons you know yeah. we were very aware of the seasons we talked about the weather we talked about the frog spawn we talked about the blossom coming out you know we were very connected with the seasons and i think in london whilst there is nature and the parks are amazing I think I was just a little bit disconnected from that.
0: Well not, it's it's a different you know, it's a different environment, isn't it? Yeah, it's mean, not got the same access, maybe.
1: Absolutely. So while I was ill, um I kind of reconnected with that with, with nature and mm-hmm. it gave me it gave me something positive to talk about. And I think that's the really important thing for me with FND is you've got to distract yourself from it. If, oh, yeah, if you focus on it and kind of lose yourself in in being obsessed by that FND world, I, I just don't think you can get better. Um, and I, yeah. you know, I'm my symptoms. I realise now I've done a lot of research in, in writing a book about FND, and I realise actually um, I was much luckier than a lot of people. Um, you know, I, I've never had um, seizures or paralysis or you know speech problems or any, anything like that, um, and my symptoms didn't last um my the, the major symptoms that, that changed my life didn't last for too long I still get mild symptoms but hmm. um but yeah n- nature became really important to me um that's, and, that's, you know, uh... it gave me something to talk about on the phone with my parents and <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: yeah because cool. otherwise all you talk about is oh how's your day oh it's a bad day today or oh yes. it's you know it's it's not a good day so you just don't phone because you mm. haven't got anything to say um yeah. it's it's interesting that you mention the power of nature because. I will be the first one to admit that before I got poorly, I didn't really like the outdoors okay. just because it, I just felt like, no, I don't like the things that buzz around my ears and are upset. And I just can't, I just like, no, I'm much, I'm much rather be a home, home person. I'm at home. I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say through the process of having FND and then going through recovery and things like that, actually, I can't get enough of being outdoors. I find there's something very powerful about just being out in space and even when I'm having a bad day and I can't walk I still want to go outside so Mm -hmm. we will still go and find somewhere with some green to go and just sit in the car just so that there's that kind of you can be around something that's bigger than you and bigger than FND.
1: It's just what I was going to say. It's like it's
0: we're the same person. It's that, <laughs> sense, it's that sense of being part of something bigger. And
1: again, yeah. just take the focus away from your spiralling downward thoughts and into something positive. And, you know, just watching um, a bee or a butterfly or a bird, just watching it kind of, you know, fly around and go for the nectar or whatever it's doing, mm. it just takes you out of your head. Um, yeah. and, and I think when you're going through a difficult time, that is so powerful. Um, and I, I think I, a lot of people don't, if they've not been through something like that, they wouldn't necessarily realise that how powerful that, that can be. In a way. And I guess it's the same for people who like music or dance or whatever it is. It's just something to take you out, out of yourself.
0: I think it's also like there's no judgment in nature. Mm. Like I know I, especially at the start, I felt like everyone was judging me. They may not have been. But I felt like everyone was judging me because I was walking funny and my speech was bad and I didn't behave how I should have been behaving because of my dissociative stuff. And yeah. I felt like nature was the one place where I wasn't being judged. So I mm-hmm. grew an even more affinity to being with animals and just being outside because there was no judgment there. Right. There was no one looking at me funny. There was no one kind of, oh, is she going to have a, is she going to have a wobble? Just does, does, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? It was just being in that moment mm. and i think i i was fortunate enough that i went to the unit and they tried to get me to do mindful stuff mindfulness there yeah i didn't buy into it at all i i have to admit i didn't understand it i didn't get the purpose of how that was going to help me get over my fnd or manage my fnd but actually i think it's really it's an important factor to it but until you've had that moment where it clicks and makes sense for you you're like Pfer. not going to make any difference
1: to me yeah no and and mindfulness wasn't around um when I was ill but I think in a way I was I was doing mindful walking without it having a name without realising, what I was slowing down and focusing on the world around me okay I wasn't thinking about my breath or anything like that but um I I was mindful walking depth for sure Mm. um and I've done you know the headspace app and stuff in in the last few years and I i like it to a point but it 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 doesn't match up with how i ground myself when i'm outside with nature i remember Mm -hmm. um back in january i did the um rspb uh, garden bird watch yeah i just sat in my kitchen i've got a kind of full-length window and i just sat there watching the birds i think you have to do it for an hour um and it was like i had to kind of not an out-of-body experience but i just felt so kind of calm and it was kind of spiritual (laughs) and that sounds crazy but like wow this is you know why don't I do this more often of course I haven't done it since Mm. Um, (laughs) at the time it feels great doesn't it it really does so yeah I'm a big advocate for that and and the thing that I've um been talking about on my social media and stuff over the last um six months is about how you can actually engineer small wonders of nature into your garden or your balcony or your windowsill so mm. rather than kind of waiting for stuff to come to you actually if you plant certain things in your garden that'll bring the birds that'll bring the bees that'll bring the butterflies yeah. if you have houseplants around you you know it gives you those green kind of moments and those small wonders of, and those kind of joyful moments um that actually make a big difference to your day yeah
0: and I think especially with FND you've got to find those those moments of positivity those moments where it's working and you' you're focused on something else otherwise it can just become really consuming and or yep. you can think and breathe is how you're not how you were before mm.
1: oh exactly um, right. I mean the the frustration when will yeah. I get better why is this not why does this happen to me mm. not other people why why have other people been able to work hard and play hard and they're not ill why, why am I ill yeah. When am I going to get yeah. back to normal? And actually, and you know, I've never got back to the old normal, um, but I'm comfortable with with what I have, with what I am.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's the main thing. So you were saying like you felt you think you had like quite mild symptoms mm-hmm. in comparison to other people. Yep. But I just think everyone's FND is so different. Yes. Definitely. Like I've not met one person who's had all the same symptoms that I had. Yeah. I've met people who've had like the walk change mm-hmm. or I've had pe- I've met people who've had the speech change but I've not met anyone that has the same level and I think it's really hard not to compare yourself to other people mm. and see them doing oh look they they've managed to walk 20 minutes today why can't I walk 20 minutes and then you push yourself too hard and then you end up on the mm. floor and you're like this is why I don't walk 20 minutes because this yeah. this doesn't work for me <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's I, I think thing. a lot
1: of people have other underlying you know health conditions or it can be quite complex um you know for me there was a lot of emotional stuff going on that I kind of had to um get through with my with my counsellor um yeah. so yeah I, I think you're right and it, it's you know you see it on the um Facebook groups, people understandably going on there and saying, "Oh, I've got this new symptom. Could this be FND?" I've got this new symptom. Could this be FND? And you know, some people that say yes, or some people say, "Never heard of that." Or it's just, you know, there's so many different ways it can appear. Come out, isn't it? Come out,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, come out, which is which is why it's so difficult, I guess, to diagnose because it's not one set of symptoms that everyone you like has. So it's more difficult Mm. to identify. Um, which is why I guess you end up down the route of looking at things like MS and then that really long diagnosis that you said earlier that I can't remember the name of and things like that because you're it's not like you fit within oh this is definitely FND it can't be anything else it mm. could be so many other different things yeah and they that have, hides itself very well
1: absolutely. and I and you know it mimics the symptoms of other neurological conditions so I, I totally mm. forget that they have to rule um, those out you know that that makes sense but I think if you if you don't know that actually at the end of it there there is something else that it, it could be that you can mm. treat in a different way not you know not necessarily with with medication although for, for some people they, they do need that um, yeah I think it would be less stressful if, if people <laughs> <F&D laughs>
0: itself is and... just a, it's just stressful anyway isn't it it's stressful yeah. for everyone yeah. like but that's the same for anyone when they're poorly, regardless whether Absolutely. it's secondly or not.
1: Absolutely, it's it's not a
0: pleasant experience. You said that you have written a book. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. So I, it's funny. I um. So I grew up living next door to a garden centre, and I've always thought that you know that's a pretty unique childhood, and there's there's some kind of interesting stories to tell there. So last year, when we went into lockdown. Um I saw this thing advertised for a write that book masterclass and I thought, oh, maybe I should do that. I've been talking about writing. I've my career has been in marketing and PR, so I've been writing for work, you know, for the last 20 years. I thought maybe mm. maybe I should get this book out of me. Yeah. I um took part in this in this masterclass which just finished recently, and at the start of it, I thought the book was going to be about my childhood and growing up in a garden centre, and actually what came out of me writing was This kind of journey of being diagnosed with FND and Hmm. what I call my green recovery so how I you know use nature to
0: oh I like it to heal
1: um so that was quite interesting to me and as I say in researching FND I found a lot more out about it because genuinely since I had it in 2008 2009 and there wasn't much information about it I have never since then gone back and googled it or looked it up or followed people with fnd on social media until the have you not No, until this year because oh, okay the interesting thing for me is i kind of thought oh, well i don't have it anymore
0: um <laughs> i I did, I did that one
1: but i've got the debt now. Yeah, <laughs> but actually in researching it i realized that i totally do have it still you know, I, have a, <laughs> I have a lot of fatigue I have a lot of, um, you know, post viral fatigue, I, have, I get brain fog, um, occasionally I um, lose a bit of grip in, in my hands, I cut myself mm. the other day for the first time in ages, um, just, you know, because I'd lost the feeling somehow. Um, you know,
0: it just, It just decided to take a holiday on you, that's all. Yeah, just decided I want to be there
1: absolutely. <laughs> um, Etc. Anyway, so, so that's been quite interesting um, thinking about that. So anyway, I've, so I've written... Um, not all of my memoir. I'm going to bring it out in um, the autumn. It's probably going to be called The Cactus Surgeon because that's the profession that I wanted when I was six years old. Love it. <laughs> I used to sit um, next to my parents' windowsill, and if there was a cactus with a rotten bit in, I would gouge the rotten bits with a piece of it with a knife. Um,
0: and, uh, yeah,
1: anyway, so I thought that was quite expensive. Amazing. And uh, it's, quite, it's quite memorable on social media and stuff and things, that so there aren't any other cactus surgeons out there, funnily enough. Um,
0: so I'm. Hey, is, uh, you're the
1: first one I've come. Oh, across. good. I'm okay. glad. <laughs> so I. am so busy writing that, and then I saw that it was FND Awareness Month um, in April, and I thought, actually, do you know what? Maybe my story could help other people with FND. Hmm. So I decided to bring out part of my memoir this month as a short ebook. So the the short ebook is called My Green Recovery. Um, And it's about 4,000 words long, so it's quite it's quite short. It's going to be free for people that sign up to my newsletter. Um, My hope is that it will help people either with FND that are caring for someone with FND, um, or actually any kind of chronic health condition, because Mm -hmm. I think reading about other people's journeys through something and out the other side um, can be inspiring. And of course, like we said, everyone with FND. different so I'm not expecting that someone reads this and suddenly finds all the answers to their their own
0: progress. I mean that would but, be incredible yeah, but, if, you've, if you've managed to harness the answer to FND exactly be amazing, it. It? but you
1: know <laughs> I think if they pick up one thing from it then for me that's a bonus I had someone message me the other day because she'd um, been looking at my website and said oh do you know what I've got FND and I think I might buy a couple of houseplants um, I think it might help me to have something to look after." And i was like oh that's brilliant you know and that for me that mm. it puts the hairs up on the back of my neck i think you know if i can help a few people just a little bit then yes yeah. totally worthwhile because i know how lost i was um and i think different people need um different things different support networks different information and if uh, yeah, yeah just help a few people a little bit then i've i've done my job
0: <laughs> see that that's that's why i started like sharing my journey Um, so publicly as well i've shared some great videos of me doing some weird and wonderful (laughs) things but i just think actually and i've had people reach out to me because of them i think actually we're in a very fortunate position where we are able to share our story and our our things that we've tried and our things that we that worked and things that Mm -hmm. haven't and why not put that out so that other people can try it and can give it their best shot because you just don't know someone else's circumstance they may not be able to access services or home life might be difficult and actually to just know that oh look there's someone else who also mm. has tried or has this walk or oh look they tried that so i'll try that and it, you just never know it just might make that little bit of difference to
1: absolutely um no it's, it's really important and also i think you know i'm i'm a director of, of two companies I've come back to into the the family business running garden centers and I think it you know for my team you know we've got 200 staff and um for the community you know I'm this kind of you know successful business person etc and actually I think sometimes it's good to kind of put your hand up and say actually there's more to my life than you might realize not Mm -hmm. as a kind of vanity thing but to say that everyone has struggles and I think the more you can be honest about things, I think the more you can um encourage empathy and kindness in in gen not mm. towards me i I don't need empathy and kindness, but, you know just to other just to think well actually, what, really. what's what's happening to someone and I always say that you know if something's someone's being difficult, you know maybe take a walk in their shoes, think what's happening to them because you mm. you don't know what's gone on,
0: so you're back at work and leading your life, not maybe as you were before, but pretty much close to that after um, living with FND? It's
1: difficult to say because I've created a life that works for me um, and in running my own business with, I run it with my two brothers and my dad, um, I can pretty much flex it up and down according to how I am. Um, So I don't work full-time, I've never gone back to work full-time since I was ill, but then I have I have had a daughter as well. She's eight now, um, oh. so I don't know whether I would have anyway. Um, yeah. but I don't think I could cope with with full time work. I definitely need space in my week to kind of look after myself, um, hmm. go for acupuncture appointments if I need to, or you know, go out in nature, et cetera.
0: Just have some use yeah, time.
1: absolutely. So I think I'm quite good at adapting my life to work for me and like yesterday um, I went for a um, a walk we were only out for I don't know an hour and a half something like that this morning I woke up I got up half past seven eight half past eight had to go back to bed and I just you know my my um, joints ache I feel tired um, my my brain's a bit foggy um, and my husband's like oh what's wrong with you and I was like oh just nothing really it's just my body just wants a break you know and Mm. I think again if I focus on that too much I think I'd get quite stressed about it so I just I'm just quite accepting of it these Mm. days and just I know when to retreat and when to practice self-care I know when I've got a bit more energy so for example if I if in the old days when you used to be able to go out um I wouldn't I wouldn't
0: (laughs) In those I know days. I wouldn't
1: put more than one night out in a week, or if it was two nights out, I make sure one of them was quite early. Um, I don't really drink that much anymore. I can't cope with hangovers and you know all that kind of stuff on top of everything All that else. fun
0: stuff that
1: goes yeah. With exactly. it. <laughs> so, it, so yeah, so I've
0: kind of I think
1: I've managed to kind of adapt quite well to
0: hmm.
1: from the outside lead a normal life.
0: Um, yeah, with... I think it, it's it's really hard because. You just don't know. I know I find it difficult and other people I've spoken to find it really difficult to work out where that line is for that balance. Mm. But you, you're filling me with hope that I will eventually learn where that balance is and not crash and burn completely. I'd be lying
1: if I said I succeeded all the time. So, you know, oh no,
0: but you succeed enough that it fills me with yeah, hope. <laughs> no, I've su-
1: succeeded enough that I've never gone back to, um, you know, my mild symptoms come and go, but they've, they're always mild. Um, I had not oh period um a couple of years ago we bought a second garden center and i worked really hard for six months i was working weekends i was working evenings not not every day but i was working a lot more than than normal um and i um got a virus or something and the post viral fatigue was just awful i remember going on holiday for two weeks and just being like a zombie um and i was (laughs) just like wow you have pushed it too far but I kind of looked after myself. I retreated. I stepped back from stuff, and I, and I got back on track again. So I I think I know that when I dip, I know how to get out of that dip again. And I think that's the important thing. And that's
0: thing. yeah, that is. I think it's I'm I'm still learning um, that one. Like I find it very difficult because even my partner said to me the other day, he was like, "You just keep going. Like just stop, yeah. just stop." And I'm like, I can't. If I feel if I feel good, I want to just yeah. keep moving because I don't know
1: when it's going to yeah. disappear on well, me. Well, you know, have I got enough energy to write a book and be, you know, talking on podcasts and doing that? Possibly <laughs> not. But at the same time, I love it so much. It, it gives me energy each time I mm. do it, you know. yeah. Um, so, you, you know, you have to, you get out of life what you put in as well, don't you? And, and I, don't mean that in, I don't mean that in a t- kind of push yourself too far, but you have to see where the limits no. are. I'm not someone mm. who can sit back and kind of just, you know, I want to, I want to push those limits and s- see where I can get to.
0: I think, I think that's, it's a really hard one to do, isn't it? Because you're like, on one hand, you want to push and you want to kick FND's butt and you want to show it who's boss and all this sort of stuff, and on the other hand, you're like, I just don't have the energy yeah. to do that right now. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll kick its butt tomorrow and I'll show it who's boss tomorrow. But right now, I just want to be on the sofa and I just want to eat sweets and be a vegetable.
1: Yeah, and, and that's, that's okay like, Absolutely, <laughs> and you know, I think if you if you're saying you've you know been in the situation for a couple of years, and that's amazing because I'm, I think I'm able to talk it, about it in quite a detached way because it was mm. so long ago. Was, you know, twelve years ago now when I when I had the really bad symptoms, mm. so um, I feel quite detached from it. That feels like it was a different person.
0: <laughs> uh, I have that, and I'm yeah, I have that as well. It, it's like that's that's, that's not. Amazing wait that was me I did that like I find it interesting looking back through my social media because I don't remember half of what I put up I have no memory of what I put up there so it's news to me sometimes when people start commenting and I'm like oh I don't remember doing that so I think it's that's helped me kind of detach which is why Mm. I can talk about it as well because I don't remember it so I can detach quite easily and I don't I don't have the emotion to it because I literally have no memory of it I can't have an emotional response like I look at home videos of me and every now and again they kind of go oh that's hard but the other brilliant thing is I've forgotten how to cry so I can't cry really wanted to yes I've forgotten how to cry which is really entertaining for everyone (laughs) so yeah I am just can't cry I'll get the feeling of wanting to cry but I can't cry. Wow, is,
1: and and again, is that because your your body is the signal just doesn't work in the same way that uh, yeah. all the other symptoms? Yeah, wow.
0: pretty yeah. much. It just it just decided, you know what? Nah, you're good. No tears yeah. for you. <laughs> I
1: mean, I know um, a family member lost her sense of smell after one of her parents died. Maybe that's sim- Maybe it's a kind of similar thing where the brain just kind of shuts down these functions because it can't it can't cope with everything, so it just shuts one
0: of. Down, yeah right? it, it could it it could just be like a survival mode like oh well you don't need to cry exactly. to survive so therefore you you can ditch yeah. that one you don't need that skill yeah, right now
1: interesting isn't it interesting <laughs> and frustrating i think it
0: sure. oh i mean yes and no it's been great because you know you don't have to worry about crying really ugly crying or anything but there are points where you just need yes. to cry and just yes
1: you go. need to make sure the emotion comes out in different ways i guess um, yeah. and i think that yeah. going back to acupuncture going full circle you know um something mm. like acupuncture i think um, although it made me cry, so maybe it wouldn't make you cry. What, what <laughs> would make you do? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I wasn't so terrified of uh, needles, I'd probably give it a try. But I'm absolutely oh, terrified it's not for of them, so no, it's not
1: for you. You do feel like
0: it, I yeah. probably can't. You do feel like that, a aren't? human
1: pin cushion during the treatment.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know if I. I mean, maybe the emotional side would be great, and I'd learn how to cry again. But I don't know if I could hack being that close to no, sharp things near my face. Probably not the treatment. Like that, for you. My, yeah. No, it's probably not. Maybe I'll try yeah. other things. I'll go back to, like, the exercise. Ball exactly. Yeah, don't or me, <laughs> that would probably be safer in my book. At least then I'm not going to you know, freak out on anyone and end up flying needles or sharp, pointy things anywhere at people. No. I, I, do remember, <laughs> um, I do remember
1: being um, laying down for the craniosteopath and he had to kind of be quite quick to get out of my way when my leg or my arm would twitch out and nearly hit me in the face. You know? <laughs>
0: So was it that they were just like body body spasms or was it like non epileptic attacks?
1: Um no, or was it just that you I, twitched? I'm not sure because um okay. I don't think they really explained it to me at the time. So I'm kind Fair of enough. you know in writing the book I actually went and reread the doctor's letter um that didn't mm. mention anything about um non epileptic seizures or anything like that. So I I think it just was a um you know a, a jerking or, or a twitching, or mm. a dystonia which i can't remember what that is now
0: oh i've heard that word banded around yeah. but I, again so, so but
1: yeah it, you know again if I, it happened now i'd probably get different information about it so yeah not mm. entirely sure
0: because i know there's um i know quite a few people who have non-epileptic attack and hand in hand with their FND, so I was just curious if they'd label because you're obviously talking about a diagnosis from, you know, mm. twelve years ago, however long you said. I was curious if that was something that they'd mentioned to you, or if it was well, just, you know, they
1: did. Um, at one point they thought I had epilepsy and they gave me medication for it. Um, mm. but they never talked about non-epileptic seizures, and um, mm. yeah, I mean, I was, I was always conscious. You know, it wasn't like I went somewhere. If you know what I mean, like some people talk about. Yeah. Um, that. Um, and it wasn't. It wasn't like it would happen and then go away for a day. It was pretty constant in response to sound hmm. um, and touch. They were.
0: Oh, you had it was. So yeah, so fireworks well. night. That was fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I God, remember I coming home more. for a That's family
1: you. do. Um and uh, I was sat on this plastic chair. Everyone else was standing up. I was sat next to my auntie, um, who, who couldn't stand up either. And we were sitting there. And every time a firework went off, I was doing my doing my jerks. And I think my family, were quite all the wider family, kind of cousins and aunts and uncles and things, were quite shocked. They were like, "Oh wow!" You know. And I was like, "Not this bad all the yeah. time. It's just it's just the fireworks."
0: Yeah, there's just really loud yeah. noises happening currently. And uh, that's just making me do this. It's that, yeah. it's that's false. not a, just I was happening. quite comfortable
1: <laughs> with it by that point, but they were like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like you get used to what your symptoms are. You get used to your funny walk or your funny speech or your twitches. I know when I first had physio, I was sat down when the community physio came in to see me and I got up to take a step because you wanted mm. to see me walk and she lunged at me because she the way i was walking she thought i was gonna yeah. fall face first on the floor uh, and i was like why are you right like why are you lunging at me like i'm I'm okay i will stay upright i look weird but i will stay upright i've yet to fall over um and i think you just get comfortable with it your fa- your family get used to you know your funny yeah. walk and things like that and it doesn't worry mm. them as much because they're like this is just part of it this is just part of what's mm. happening right now definitely When you were diagnosed, because obviously it was so long ago, did they explain it to you, or have you only kind of got your head around what FND means
1: through your research? He said a little bit. So he said, um, I think he said something really vague, like it's likely to be psychological in nature, I think was the term that was in the letter. So thanks for that. Um, So, and there was a website back then, I think it was the neurosymptoms.org. I, that's still, oh, we, still available we love that much, I, like I don't that. know if it was we that one or like. a precursor to that one but something like that was there so I, I had access to that but there was a lot less information on there than there is now mm. um and that was it really uh, <laughs> and i was off into the world. world i met one and other it, person um, a friend of my mum said oh my god um someone i know this is happening to as well so we emailed each other and that was amazing because i would not It was like someone else had was having similar symptoms to me, and she'd been working in London for a bank. She'd be working really hard, and she was having um, twitches and stuff as well. It was remarkably similar. We exchanged a few Hmm. emails, and it was just a relief to hear from someone else. You know, she's
0: literally the only person
1: during that time that I engaged with that had something similar.
0: That must have been. It was quite isolating,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, but in a way, I think it, I said to someone the other day, I'm glad I didn't know that it could be more serious because to me it was like, mm. oh, well, you've got this, but there's potential to get better and I'll just work on that. So I was a bit, kind of, um, yeah. not blase about it at all, but I think if I'd known it could, that uh, there was other symptoms, I maybe would have mm. worried about that, you know, just about that. Yeah. So I guess sometimes not knowing is is useful.
0: Is a, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, at points, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, with your research now, how if someone asks you, how do you now explain FND to people?
1: Just because I'm curious,
0: because I always like I like finding out how people describe it to people. I'm a bit weird like that. I like to know how they describe it, just like so yeah, I can sure. add it to my own repertoire. In case well, similar that. to what you've
1: heard before, <laughs> in that I would say that my my brain was kind of overloaded and couldn't cope. And started saying it's sending the wrong signal to my body um, in the same way that actually i've got ibs that's no different my brain is sending the wrong signals to my stomach so it reacts to foods that it shouldn't be re- reacting against and it, and it is that is no different but somehow ibs has been around for years and everyone's quite comfortable with talking about ibs and things whereas um hmm. you know some of the other things um, Less, less, so. less so. So no, I you know I have talked yeah. about I I talk about the kind of it's a software problem rather than a hardware problem and, and that kind of thing. But no, I, I kind of say you know it's a faulty brain. My my brain is just a bit confused and is is sending out the wrong signals really.
0: Yeah, that, I think that's the general kind of way of explaining it. It's just I always because so many people have seen different doctors and they've had different explanations. I think it's just. Mm. Interesting to kind of gather some of those explanations and kind of go, oh, I had one similar. I had this one, and then kind yeah. of almost compare yeah, notes no, on definitely. how you're told. Uh, but no, at,
1: at the time, I was told so, I was told very little.
0: Well, hopefully, if anyone's now going through the process, there's a lot more out there, and obviously, there's a lot more awareness of it. Um, what with FND Awareness Month and Awareness Day and things like that, so hopefully, it it should mean that that process is easier now
1: than it was I for you so. and at least people now can reach out via facebook groups twitter feeds etc you know i know there's mm. people on tiktok i'm, I'm not on there but you know whatever social media you're on there is people talking about it mm. and i think that can only be a good thing because yeah. it makes you feel like you're not alone and you know you see people in the facebook groups that say you know my family doesn't understand i'm struggling to get them to understand and people are giving that support and fnd mm. um hope has you know got these peer support groups and I think that's amazing I think you know I would have loved something like that at, at the time so yeah
0: mm. I think it's 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 so nice to mm. know that you're not alone and have that community even if you don't know them in real life or anything like that like you just know that you've got someone that yep. you will understand from your side it's not from you know the family side it's your side it's you the person that's going through it let's that kind of I don't know how to phrase that because my brain's starting to go a bit foggy here but I know what I mean I'm doing (laughs) wild hand gestures I can't see them them (laughs) but you you can't see them because it's done by voice recording only. but I am I'm doing very wild hand gestures and I'm trying desperately to find how I want to I I think it's it's
1: I think it's that you don't have to explain it you don't have to explain yourself because the other person just understands Hmm. Um, you know, so even yes. this conversation with you is very different to when I talk on a podcast about to someone who doesn't know about FND. because They're learning about it for the mm. first time, whereas, you know, you're, you've got that understanding. Um, and there's just a re- I think mm. there's a relief. Um, actually, you're probably the first person I've actually had a verbal conversation with about FND that has also had FND. In fact, maybe ever, maybe the first person ever. Actually, I'm not sure I've ever ah, properly well, had a conversation I'm... with someone that's not been on, you know, email or social media or something. So, wow, that's that's the first.
0: Well, I'm I'm very happy that you trusted me to be your first <laughs> verbal conversation about everything. Well, yeah. I feel very honoured. Oh, for sharing that with me. That's going to be, like, I think, that's going to be the title of this this one now. First, uh, first verbal <laughs> conversation about FND. Go yeah, with, with
1: someone with good. FND. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Two FND, two people with FND, just yeah. chatting out, having brain fog together. Oh, what absolutely. could possibly go wrong? Absolutely. I mean, at least we haven't like sworn or anything like that. We have managed to kind of keep on Yeah, the time, and not, so quite that's, often that's the wrong
1: word comes out with me, so I mean one word and I say the opposite of that. Um, and I haven't. I don't think I've done that. But
0: um, I don't think no. I don't think we have. This will be this will be when someone listens back to it and they go, "You do realise that you <laughs> said the word elephant instead of brain or something?" Not so we're like, you Didn't even realise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now an there. elephant. Oh well, it happens. <laughs> well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me and for answering many many questions about your experience with FND. I'm sure everyone who listens has found it really useful I found it really useful and it's been really lovely to hear how you found help in nature Mm. and being outside that's really really helped that's that that's made me kind of go yes I'm on the right track so that's really nice for me um and I will have a read of your book that you sent over to me and um let us know when your book comes out and um yeah, if I can just
1: say, if itself. anyone does want to get that ebook, if they just go to um and they can sign up for my newsletter, and anyone that signed up to my newsletter between the um, from now till the end of June will automatically get that emailed out to them. I just love that it's <laughs> the Cactus
0: Surgeon. I just love that. Please tell me you've got like a really funky mm-hmm. logo. With something for that. I don't I have a logo. I amazing. do have
1: a picture.
0: Is, is it on my website?
1: It's definitely on my newsletter. I think um, a hand-drawn picture of the kitchen window that I used to sit at in my parents' house, with a little cactus on the windowsill so, and a little knife next. to it. So uh, yeah, that's as far as I've got, <laughs> got with that one. I have I have invested in some T-shirts well, with cactuses on, so that if, if I'm interviewed on on video, I, I can now you know brand myself the cactus head. And so yeah.
0: Oh, you should get you should get hats well we do have so a cactus
1: of outfit that. at work um one reason or another so See? if i do need sort to go fancy um, down that route i can actually <laughs> be a cactus but um yeah love it i think you should definitely do that for okay, your i think <laughs> that would be
0: amazing <laughs>
1: maybe i'm not going to commit to that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay but i mean fair enough but I, I i don't blame you for not wanting to commit to that
1: if I'm, I'm not honest. sure it portrays me as a professional <laughs> well, author but maybe that's a good thing i
0: don't know <laughs> well, i mean it would stand out you'd lots it's of people right. would be like oh what's she on that oh wait cactus servant Nago, you would get you'd get, yeah. you'd get oh, you do that wouldn't you <laughs> see mullet over just get back to me, <laughs> <let> me <know. laughs> okay well thank you very much again and i will um, drop your message when this goes out. Fantastic. It's been to lovely to. to chat
1: to you. Thank you. And yep, you, you enjoy too. the rest All of right. your Bye. evening.